Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. that has all of the questions, but history's proven very few of the answers. We'll see if we can change that today with one of the smartest comedians in the business. <laughs> Who told you this? <laughs> Hello to contestant Luca Muller. You've been lied to. Hello, Hello. I'm here and uh, we'll find out about my intelligence, I guess. Uh, did you do well in school? I Were okay. you ducks? I got an ATAR of 69, which is why I got into comedy. <laughs> <laughs> is that right? <laughs> if you get a funny ATAR, you have to make jokes yeah, the rest yeah. of your life. <laughs> yeah, it's fate. What did you want to do with an ATAR? Uh, I actually wanted to become an acupuncturist, briefly. That was oh, the yeah? only really career I thought about doing other than comedy. What is it about sticking needles in people that attracted <laughs> you so... No, I because I, I used to get it a lot when I was a teenager, and I just found it so relaxing. And I was like, if I could yeah. do that for someone else, paid for good. or just bullying at school? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, just my uh, just private sessions. Yeah. <laughs> uh, did you go well? Did you go okay in exams in school? Like in tests, were you all right with like quizzing situations? Yeah, I was pretty good. If you're asking if I'm going to have a panic attack in this podcast, the yeah, answer that's is my question. Probably yeah. not. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Uh, well, the the great thing in, in comparison to schools is that we have a brains trust here. You weren't allowed that in exams. Oh, I, get, thank God. <laughs> I guess a graphics calculator is something of a brains trust. <laughs> uh, and the equivalent of your graphics calculator today, we shall meet. First of all, this is exciting because it's not often we have inventors on the show. Mm-hmm. Um, and... Uh, our first guest invented punching in the 1930s. Wow. Hello to Grelga Schwartz. Hello, hello. Um, I'm so sorry, everyone, for the horror I've wrought on this world. <laughs> mm. It is my greatest achievement and the greatest horror. <clears throat> Inventing punching. Inventing punching. What have I done? Well, yeah, I mean, you, it's, it's caused a lot of pain, hasn't it? Before this, people just open palms, slapped each other. Is that so? To death in war. <laughs> Before the 1930s. 
So boxing, which I think goes back before the <laughs> 1930s, just used to be a slap fest. It was just slapping. They used to call them slappy boys. <laughs> Because, of course, women couldn't slappy boy. It was uh, really, uh, as, as humanity expanded, uh, we had to find another weapon. And that's when I realised once one closed the fist, mm. one had power beyond the dreams that a slap ever had. Mm. It's inspired, really, isn't it? Just to shut the fist. Don't! Oh, I'm sorry, <laughs> oh, you sorry. can't see it. It's not a visual medium, but he just, <laughs> he just, just closed his fist. Closed Be careful. You. I know. Well, they're weapons, these two. <gasps> Lots of inventors work on many projects, and it's only a few of them that get up. You know, Absolutely. that become internationally famous. Absolutely. Is is punching the only invention that you were working on at the time or were there a number of sort of projects that you had going? No, I had a number of um, side projects. Mm -hmm. um, have you heard of Uber? Yeah, yeah the car share service. <laughs> yes, yep. I was one of the original <laughs> designers of that. <laughs> oh, yeah, I was thinking like kicking or something, but no, Uber. Yes. Yeah, yes. Oh, sorry, you're great. So. Oh, why have I bought punching and Uber <laughs> together? I'm so sorry. Yes. I'm so sorry. This is how Marie Curie must have felt. <laughs> I imagine. And have you made more money from Uber or punching? Oh, no. <laughs> no, no. We inventors don't care for money. <laughs> All right. No, I simply wanted to expand humanity's horizons and create a more humane way of resolving our problems than slapping. But what have I done? <laughs> yeah. What have I done, Kyron? Yeah, I know. Well, we'll see if any uh, boxing questions come up in the quiz a little bit later on. But the Brains Trust doesn't stop there. It's also a big hello to 15-year-old witch, Thea Barley. Hello. Well, Welcome. Hi. We've had uh, one witch on before, but they were a little bit older. Normally, witches are in their sort of 80s, 90s in popular culture, aren't they? Well, I think that's really a common misconception. Mm. Um, actually, if you look deep into young adult sort of um, mediums and where the kind of cool kids are, you'll see a lot of... Because witches have to be trained. You know, you aren't just born, you don't just know, you have to learn. Is that right? And that's what I do um, at... At Puddle Ditch Public <laughs> Witching School. So you go to Puddle Ditch. I hadn't heard of Puddle Ditch Public. I, I mean, there's, there's no, there are lots of very popular uh, wizard schools, aren't there? Yes, yeah, so know a of. lot of what you're seeing in popular culture is private mm -hmm. uh, witching, wizarding, magic academies, and they have a lot of obviously government funding, a lot of philanthropy. Whereas at Puddle Ditch is just um, it's just public, so mm -hmm. it's sort of like what you might have seen on television or in a film, but then a bit shit. <laughs> okay. So, did you go to a public school, Luca? I went to a private school, but oh. it was very, very small. It was uh, it was brand new when I went there, so it didn't feel like it, there was no fancy uniforms or anything. Uh -huh. And when I started, there was only like 20 people, 23 people or something. Yeah. So it didn't, it was technically private, but it didn't feel like the big, big to do. I mean, 23 sounds quite private to me. <laughs> yeah. How many people, how many kids are in a class at Puddle Ditch Public? It would depend on the day and whether or not the classroom is on fire. Um <laughs> But generally between 50 and to say 4,000, depending on, mm -hmm. um, you know, sort of space spells that have been cast to enlarge a room or make it smaller. <laughs> Shall we do a quiz? Let's launch in, see how we go. This is taken from the uh, Saturday Paper Summer Quiz. We're doing a, a section of that today. Question number one, in which Olympic Games did the women's marathon make its debut. Are you into sport, Luca? I'm into sport, absolutely. What sports do you like? Women's, Women's marathon. marathon. <laughs> <laughs> it's my favourite sport. Follow I, it closely? Yeah, I got KO just for it. Yeah. I wake up 6am <laughs> every morning and watch those ladies One run. of the options you can pick, <laughs> AFL, tennis, women's yeah. marathon. Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. <laughs> One of the big three, you know? Yeah. No, yeah. I don't know, all sorts of sports. Marathon has a, has a long history. 
one of the oldest sports. Absolutely. It's actually Greek for foot punching. <laughs> That's what you're doing when you... It's actually where I first realised that we have been evolved to punch all along. And so you were inspired from foot punching mm. um, or, or marathon as we call it these yes. days. Yes. And just and seeing To make hand foot punching, yes. Yes. <laughs> but you applied it not to travelling distance to inflicting pain. Yes, absolutely. Well... I mean, you could ask a Greek marathon course how much pain they're in <laughs> after the women's marathon, and they would say, owie, owie, but in, in Greek. <laughs> Did you intend initially for hand punching to be a form of travel? Was that your plan? It wasn't initially. Um, sort of like foot punching. Yes. No, it, it actually came from an, an argument I was having with my colleague, Michelle, uh, where I realised I just wanted to just foot punch all over her. Yeah. And then I thought, <laughs> why foot punch when I can hand foot punch? What about you, Thea? Do you know in which Olympic Games the women's marathon made its debut? Well, my personal favourite Olympic Games has, of course, always been the 1992 Barcelona Olympic Games because it truly has the greatest theme song in Amigos para Siempre. Oh, yes. Oh. I, I will never punch you in Spanish. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that's right. Um, but I think maybe marathons were from before that. I don't, we, are, we don't really have sport at my school. Sometimes um, someone will pull the fire alarm, we all run outside. Because at private schools, did you have like inter-school competitions? Yeah, absolutely. We with other private schools? We got destroyed. We were too yep. small. We were, we were a minnow in the system. Well, there's only 23 people exactly. in the class. <laughs> yeah. Barely enough for one women's marathon team. <laughs> yeah, which is traditionally as similar to classrooms at my school between 50 and 4,000 women on a marathon <laughs> team. <laughs> and, and on a marathon team, do you share parts of the marathon and therefore run like a couple metres? I, I believe so. I think marathon, as well as meaning foot punching, from the, um, from the Roman route actually means many feet. Yes. Uh -huh. So you can have up to... Up to 4,000 people even running in one marathon, just taking a single step each. Yeah. Um, and in that way, it's a sport I would be well equipped for myself. Well, the closest we've got so far is the 1992 Barcelona <laughs> Olympics <laughs> because of a theme song which translates to... I will never punch you. I will never punch you. I will never punch you, my friends. <laughs> my friends. Yep. Yes, absolutely. Friends yeah. for life, friends for not life. just a summer or a spring. Yeah. <laughs> we will never punch one another. At the very least... <laughs> We know that it falls on years multiple of four. <laughs> so we've at least ruled out <laughs> three quarters of the years. Yep. But would you like to have a stab Let's at a go. year? <laughs> oh, <laughs> who could say? There's so many years and so many that are divisible by four. And one of the things my brain's great at is counting back very quickly. <laughs> and also wow. trying to imagine like the socio-political elements. And like, when would something like that have been, yeah. you know? What about 1956? Melbourne. Melbourne. The Melbourne Olympics. I just mm -hmm. know there was one and I know where it was. And that's <laughs> more information than I've had previously. A to Melbourne this. marathon. Could be. Yeah. I mean, I there just can't imagine women being allowed to do that many things yeah. before yes. that. Yes. I'll actually um, come in here because I do know a little bit about this. Australian women were the first women allowed to foot punch <laughs> um, for a crowd because of our strong calves. Yeah, <laughs> that's what got you in in the end. Absolutely, it wasn't a push for equality. No, no, <laughs> it was just it won't be boring because look at the shapely calves. Yeah. So it was actually quite a sexist reason for it, inclusion. It very, yeah. 
deeply <laughs> sexist. Even though a woman invented punching, yeah. the roots are so sexist. A lot of internalized misogyny, as all women have. And externalized and once the punching <laughs> began. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> so, Luca, uh, what, what answer would you like to punch in? Oh, my God, I'm <laughs> so sorry. I'll go one early. Let's say 52. Fif- 1952. Where were they? Who could say? <laughs> I don't think they keep a record of that sort of thing. <laughs> <laughs> Question number two. Zero degrees Celsius is equal to what temperature in Fahrenheit? Do you use in the Wizarding World, Thea, the same measurements that we do here on sadly, Earth, I want to say, or here <laughs> amongst normal humans? No, sadly, the Wizarding measurement for temperature is Gwelts. Gwelts. Yes. <laughs> It's more like an illness, more like a sort of growth. Well, that's where it comes from, because originally there was a terrible um, disease, a sort of influenza among the magic folk in the 1800s, which was called Gwelt. And when you had it, you could have quite a high fever, but you could also be very cold. And people started to measure your illness in Gwelt. And then we just started using that for temperature because they're quite a lazy people, as it turns (laughs) out. Yeah. Like, for example, having not come up with a word for temperature before the 1800s. (laughs) But I do know that um, 350 degrees Fahrenheit is equal to 180 gwelts, Mm -hmm. if that's any (laughs) I don't think it is, no. (laughs) Sorry. Yeah, uh, Gwelga Schwartz, uh, what were we using in the 1930s here in Australia? Um, Were we on Fahrenheit or Celsius? I actually believe we were on the old system inherited from the UK, so it was still... Uh, pennies and pounds. <laughs> yeah, so that we were measuring temperature in. <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> very yeah. capitalist society. Right. Yeah. Um. So I believe it was about thirty pence was zero degrees Celsius. <laughs> yeah. Luca, correct me if I'm wrong. You went to a private school. I think it's uh, it's like minus forty or something like that. Minus forty. I'm trying to imagine. My main frame of reference for this is in How to Make Gravy when Paul Kelly says they say it's going to be a hundred degrees, even more maybe. Yeah. And I know that's like forty, forty-five. Yeah. So like, is he not being? <laughs> I always thought he was just being hyperbolic. Yeah. No, no. No, I think he's talking in the old, the old, not as old as pennies and the other ones, but leaning more towards negative forty than thirty pence. <laughs> Yes, yeah, lock okay. it in. All <laughs> right. Put, if those are my two options. <laughs> they are at the moment, yeah. Someone's a fancy boy. <laughs> Question number three. Which British singer-songwriter and activist sang The Revolution is Just a T-Shirt Away? Do you like, <laughs> do you like T-shirts, Luca? <laughs> <laughs> do I like King t-shirts? of the Segway. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, big T-shirt fan. I reckon I've got at least... You're wearing one now? T- yeah, wearing one right now. What do you got? Green tea? Green tea. Plain green tea. Anything no have a look? No insignia? No. I'm not a billboard for someone else's ideas, Karen. <laughs> I'm my own man. Do you have to wear a uniform at... Uh, puddle ditch public no we're allowed to wear whatever we want but um there are a lot of strict rules about you know your robes must be the length of your arms and things like that okay so, so if someone has very short arms which are <laughs> terrible for punching by the way yeah. very short robes you yeah, yeah. my word robe yeah well, well you have very modest top. arm length so i can yes. imagine you know that's i'm fine. sorry are you trying to slut shame me right now is that what's happening <laughs> haven't you done enough <laughs> what have i done <laughs> i'm so sorry it's my internalized and externalized misogyny <laughs> oh. i apologize thea Bali. did you say it's a british singer it's a british singer songwriter and activist and well there's activist. only one british singer songwriter oh who's that elton john elton john <laughs> the only one so 
Yeah. It's obviously Elton John. My, is there other ones? I, I didn't know. So Elton's written all of the British songs. Yeah. It's sort of Paul Kelly's written all the Australian ones. Yeah. Everyone has a singer-songwriter. They mm. take care of the country's output. Absolutely. They're the president of songwriting <laughs> in yeah. that particular country. So would we say it's Elton John, Luca? Yeah. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> we learnt that in private school Do as well. Do we think Elton John is an activist? <laughs> 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 That's true. It has to be a singer-songwriter and activist. Right. Mm. Well. <laughs> I guess he's done a lot of, he has done a lot of work in the AIDS community mm-hmm. yes uh, what does the shirt say again the revolution is just a t-shirt away and that strikes <laughs> me as strange for elton john to have said i just don't think he would wear a t-shirt perhaps yeah. if it was on a bolero i would think yes <laughs> yeah, elton yeah. john the revolution is just a bolero away <laughs> yes of course or you know a shoulder a pad or a <laughs> boa that's exactly. actually another line in um, amigos yeah. para siempre is <laughs> yeah. in spanish just yes. a yeah. donald duck costume away exactly you know? well perhaps it's not elton john um, but Does I it feel like something John Lennon might have said? Did he write songs? <laughs> yes, because Elton John is th- obviously the singer-songwriter for all of Britain, but he has many subcontractors who submit. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, that's right. how the system works. Oh, yeah. that's who John Lennon is. Yeah. Okay. He's like sort of like Santa. He's got a lot of helpers. Yeah, like ghostwriters, but also yeah. like elves. Yeah, you can't make it to every gig. You You've can't got to send be out some once. deputies that's like right. John what Lennon. What do the elves do in your world? Do they write songs? Oh, no, indentured slavery. Oh, yes. Oh, God, that's mm. nice. That is <laughs> yeah. so horrible. Yeah, <laughs> we we try our... But that's why there are many um, magical activists, but, you know, yeah. like, as I said, again, quite lazy people, so it's mostly just petitions. Okay. Mm. Online well, petitions? Yes. Online Well, petitions. we don't... W- our internet isn't very good. It's so sort of apparition petitions. That's more. <laughs> Someone appears and says, ooh, do you support free mails? <laughs> and then you just say yes or no and sign your name right. on their ghost parchment. And then they, ooh. <laughs> <laughs> it's not, oh, mate, um, Band-Aid. Oh, Sting? No. No. Bob. <laughs> Sorry, rats. If you have a Sting, you use a Band-Aid. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Is what yeah. I meant. Bob You're held off. Yeah. yeah, maybe. I think it's John Lennon. Okay, am I allowed to? Yeah, you're allowed to. Am I allowed to it's answer. your <laughs> quiz. You're allowed to wind <laughs> this up if you want, yeah. Wow. Goes to private school once, <laughs> gets an ATAR of 69, and all of a sudden. Do you want to put in John Lennon? Yeah, absolutely. John Lennon. Question number four. How many points is a try worth in rugby union? Who do we think we should ask a question about rugby union of? Is it the private school boy? <laughs> He's got you. Well, he got you. Because yeah. league, rugby league would be more of a puddle ditch public <laughs> thing. The league, whereas union, much more of a private school. I think it's six, right? Don't pretend you don't know. I know that at so private rad. school you get rewarded all the time, even for trying. But <laughs> six yeah. points just for having a try seems like a lot of points. So you said you did a little bit of sport. What what was the sport? That I you did played? sport. I've played most sports except rugby league and rugby union the two that I've never really gotten into at all which helps me not at all on this podcast but why don't you like rugby union why is it because like your yeah. neck is too thin yeah it's because <laughs> we're thin thank you by the way I that means so. the world to okay. me <laughs> I don't want n- not your value I don't want to objectify you but I couldn't help but notice uh <laughs> I think it's six. (laughs) Six it is. Question number five. What is Pantone's 2020 colour of the year? Oh, come on. (laughs) I love that they have a colour of the year in the same way that time has a person of the year because it matters as much. It's multiple choice, though, so you don't have to pick a random colour out of nowhere. Oh, God. Uh, The multiple choices are A, cashmere blue, 
Baby Blue. That's B, obviously, for all the Bs. <laughs> Classic Blue is C, or D, Deep Blue. So no one else really got a look in, did they? It's all no. <laughs> I think blue so we know it's a Blue. Off. Obviously, it was a down year for some people. Um, Who? Yeah. <laughs> uh, the Globe. Cashmere, uh, Baby, Classic, or Deep? I'm going to say baby blue because it's sort of the colour that's on the, the masks, those, the medical masks, like the disposable ones that you can get. That's, I'd say, close to a baby blue, and it's been a big year for that colour. So you're looking for like the reasons why they might have picked that yep. <laughs> as sort of your way of choosing. Yeah, because I was thinking it could be that, or like an orange, like PPE-type colour, or mm. I don't know, clear for hand sanitizer. What was the what would have been the colour of the year in the 19... Like a sepia, maybe. In the 30s. <laughs> Everything yeah. was sepia, so it yeah. wasn't really... <laughs> a colour then it was just like oh um, so that wasn't like it wasn't because of film no no it was actually how things were everything was sepia and so Pantone's um, colour of the year was is just it was just called colour because we'd moved because we used to have black and white yes. and then we had colour yes, sepia absolutely and now I guess we're in technicolour technicolour oh. living colour yeah. living colour technically color, yes. speaking oh it's been quite an assault on the senses just like punching mm. is an assault <laughs> on a person Thea Bali, what's your favourite colour <laughs> Um, Wait, is your is Thea first first name Thea, second name Bali, or is it Thea Bali? I've never asked. <laughs> <laughs> asked whom? I didn't really know my parents, my oh, birth so parents. Sad. I'm adopted. So I think my my birth mother must have been a witch because I have um, two dads and they're not <laughs> magical um, <laughs> men at all, um, Greg and Stephen. Yeah. And their surnames aren't Bali. Are they just a couple gays who love a holiday? <laughs> See, I went straight to the grain. I was like, oh, they love, oh. They love grains, <laughs> ancient grains. What our family loves is the 40-hour famine, where oh. you can eat yeah. as many barley sugars as you want for 40 hours. It's so it's not really a famine that. so much as it is a barley feast. <laughs> <laughs> But the 40-hour <laughs> barley feast sounds terrible. <laughs> it does. That's why we call it the 40-hour famine. Right. So yeah. people think, oh, you know, you're helping impoverished and starving children. So you do the 40-hour famine at Puddle Ditch yeah. Lane. Yes. We've adopted many non-magical things, mostly because of budget cuts. We've just had to. <laughs> so, you know, I'm, I might go into transfiguration and then I, you know, expecting to do some magic, but we just watch a VHS tape, an old one of how it's done. And then I have geography. So, <laughs> you know, it's really a mix of yeah. magical and non-magical. Um, baby blue, you reckon? I think baby, baby blue. blue also. <laughs> yeah. Baby blue. Question number six. What is the main vegetable ingredient in the Greek dip tzatziki? Now, you know a little bit about Greek Grelga Schwartz because, of course, the Greek marathon Absolutely. translates to um, foot punching. Absolutely. So one thing that I haven't mentioned is that many traditional practices of preparing food actually inspired punching. Oh. I mean, how do you soften up a steak, Kyron? How, tell me. You punch it. You do. You <laughs> you absolutely punch it. Yeah. Imagine sitting at home and slapping a steak for hours. Now, traditionally, homemakers would have to have done that. But when we invented punching, that steak was ready to be eaten much more quickly. Not mm. that much more quickly, mind you, but still slightly more quickly. Back to the tzatziki. <laughs> One thing I can tell you is that a very easily punched vegetable is the cucumber. So I think that's it. it, it you, would you say it's the most punchable vegetable? Oh, no. The most punchable vegetable is the one that annoys me the most, the capsicum. Did you know that green capsicums are not different capsicums? They're just unripe they red capsicums? Yep. Yeah. Sly, 
Sly. <laughs> so you have my permission to punch those vegetables, but nothing else, Luca. <laughs> I intend to. <laughs> Green, fine by me. Yellow and red, get ready for a fucking punch. Yes. Does Puddle Ditch Pieblet provide a lunch every day? Do you have a canteen down there? We've got, um, yeah, we've got sort of a cafeteria. Mm-hmm. Um, but this is a great question for me because a lot of our cafeteria lunches are sourced from falling off the back of a truck. And so we also have a class in dumpster diving, which is magical wow. in and only in that you're learning about the magic of expiry dates and, <laughs> you know, which ones are real and which ones aren't real. Yeah. And in a class many months ago, we were able to source a lot of um, actual tubs of tzatziki for the cafeteria. <laughs> and we had tzatziki week where we had tzatziki <laughs> sandwiches, except the bread was tzatziki also. And... Um, <laughs> Crudités with tzatziki, except instead of crudités, it was more tzatziki. (laughs) (laughs) We all got very ill. I I had guelts for many weeks. I was going to ask, did you come down (laughs) with a case of guelts? Yes, I had terrible guelts all over my body. Um, And especially on my tongue. And that's why I can agree with um, Graalga that tzatziki is made from cucumbers. cucumbers, And it will cucumber for you if you eat it after... The best before date. Cucumber it is. Question seven. Robin Williams, who is a comedian in the in the non-wizarding world. Oh, yes. Thank you. Oh, he was the president of comedy in America for a while. He was there yes. for a bit. But Robin Williams has been nominated for how many Best Actor Academy Awards Ooh. in his time? I mean, he did. He stepped out of, when he stepped out of the role of the president of comedy, he stepped into, I think it was the vice president of drama for a bit. Mm. Yes. When absolutely. he did one hour photo. Oh, Goodwill hunting. I don't know a lot about your comedy, but I would say based on Luca's rule that if you have an ATAR of 69, you have to become a comedian. Perhaps it is, in fact, 69. Best actor is... So it's just best actor, not best supporting? For how many Best Actor Academy Awards? I think maybe only one, then. Because would you reckon... I think Goodwill hunting would be supporting. True. Oh, maybe one hour photo. That wouldn't be supporting. I've heard but about something called Good Morning Vietnam. Yeah, that's the one that, that I was thinking both of. Both of you maybe. are completely overlooking Flubber, which <laughs> is disappointing. As an inventor, that film is one of my favourites. I actually have seen a lot of human films because the Wizarding films are very poorly made. I remember, would he ever have been nominated for Patch Adams? Mm. I would like to say something about Patch Adams. That film is very bad. <laughs> and no, not enough people say so that. So a simple no then. <laughs> so Flubber, Good Morning Vietnam. I'm going to say two. You reckon two? One hour photo and Good Morning Vietnam. Question number eight. What colour... <laughs> another question about movies. What colour is the cat in the hat's bow tie? Red would fit. He has a red and white hat, right? I think he has a red and white hat from memory. Mm. Do you, did you re- read Dr. Zeus when you were a kid? Or was red, Ma- big red Zeus two? head. Massive Zeus guy. <laughs> He's one of my guys. Paul Jennings, one of my other guys. Uh-huh. <laughs> Tim Winton, big guy for me. What yeah. about Morris yeah. Gleitzman? The big three. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Love Gleitzman. The, the trinity of, of authors. Yeah. Okay, so John Marsden didn't get, didn't get a look in. No, yeah, what about no. Andy Griffiths? Yeah, no, mm. I think he's a poor man's poor Do we genetics. think these... <laughs> <laughs> you were right to put mm. Tim Winton, the daddy of Western Australia, in, yes. in, that, <laughs> in that section. The guy loves the surf. <laughs> but what colour is the cat in the hat's bow tie? <laughs> I don't know, but I'll tell you when Lockie Leonard started jerking off. <laughs> So we actually call that intimate self-punching, <laughs> Luca, in our circles. Self-punching. Right. In, in, intimate self-punch. Punching. Yeah, right. And it's very healthy. 
So I'd like <laughs> if we could not shame Lockie Leonard. No, yeah. Of course not. I, no. think it's I don't think it was a shaming. I think it was a celebration. Absolutely. Absolutely. Tim Winton should have written more about it. <laughs> I reckon it's red. <laughs> <laughs> Question number nine. True or false? Finally, 50-50. <laughs> Melbourne City won the 2019-2020 A-League title. Melbourne City won the 2019-2020 A-League title. Back to sport. I think it's true. You reckon it's true? I think so, yeah. What leads you to say that? Because they knocked out my beloved Western United. With punching? <laughs> oh, God. Thank God. Oh, God. <laughs> it's one of the things you're not allowed to do in soccer. Yes, thank God. Soccer is a holy sport in my world. <laughs> yeah. And I think they went on to beat Brisbane Raw. Don't have those inter-school tournaments? No, we used to have sort of um, a, a magic cup um, with different schools, but it just actually encouraged a real gang mentality, yeah. so they had to shut it down. We don't even have houses at our school. We're just all in the puddle ditch together. <laughs> <laughs> that, oh, so it's literally na- it's named after a ditch. Yes, of course. <laughs> Would you say that once a puddle is in a ditch, it becomes more of a bog situation? I mean, th- certainly when the school first began, it was a bog, which is when it was called Bog Standard Public <laughs> School. <laughs> but over the years, because of <laughs> magical climate change. Is that similar to regular climate change? <laughs> yes. Yeah, so it's just the climate that's changed. So the guelts are going up and up, aren't they? As things got hotter, the bog shrunk, and now it's more of a puddle ditch, and that's the okay. name of the school. But I fully expect in the next 10 to 15 years for it just to be called... Um, Scorched Earth Public School yeah. as the Gwelts become hotter and hotter. Yeah. <laughs> Great. So, very sad. But it's nice that they just keep rebranding the school. Yes, because you have to move with the times. Mm. Um, and the magical community is all about that. Mm. I actually agree with you, Luca. <laughs> I remember <coughs> after a long day of crying from all of the punching I've, I've brought upon this world, I turned on the television and I, I turned it on to find that, um, that not only had Melbourne won the netball... Uh, which, of course, is another sport where there's very little punching. Mm. And, in fact, they're so scared of even little tiny finger punches, you have to keep your nails <laughs> completely trimmed. Mm. You ever played netball, Luca? Yeah, you got to keep them trimmed or taped. Taped, Absolutely. that's right. Absolutely. Um, but they had one, uh, another sport as well, which I believe was the A-League. We'll put true. <laughs> question 10. Final question. The disorder plantar fasciitis affects which part of the human body? Uh, yeah, imagine there's a spell... To yeah, fix something with a name, plantar fasciitis? Yeah, there is a spell. I mentioned this before we were recording, because sometimes when I meet um, regular people, I just tell them spells that I know, just as an icebreaker. Oh really yeah. fun for them and fun for me. And Like um, before when you arrived here, you were, you were telling us about... Um, oh, yes, of course. I was telling you about um, pustulus romulus, yes. which is when you get a pimple in Rome. <laughs> <laughs> Postulus Romulus, which mm. you know, it's that's like when you're in Rome and you're like, it's a beautiful day. I just don't when in have Rome, a pimple. Get a pimple. Yeah. <laughs> that's how the yeah. saying goes. Yeah. But I was also telling you, of course, about plantar fasciitis, which yeah. when I for the spell is quite different to the human condition. Mm-hmm. So the spell is you say plantar fasciitis, and, and you, you plant you the seeds of fascism. Yes, you do. <laughs> yeah, of course. Um, but you plant them in a person's foot. Because then, you know, it grows from the ground up, which is Mm. exactly how you want to implant a dangerous ideology like fascism. Yeah, that's Mm -hmm. what Inception is about. Correct. They go into someone's foot. 
and plant the dangerous yeah. idea there. <laughs> and they go through many levels of the foot as yeah. well. You know, yeah. they, they go, we're in the ankle. We've got to drop into the heel. Now into the tarsals. Now into the metatarsals. <laughs> yeah. And then once they're in the metatarsals, you think, shit, did I have an edible? Because I don't <laughs> understand what is happening. And then you remember, no, but I did have that cauldron class. Yeah. And I don't know what was in there, but they, you know, sort of let us drink the potion sometimes. Mm. So foot. Foot, you reckon? What mm. about you, Grelga Schwartz? Oh, well, as a puncher, um, we do have to learn all about the anatomy. Mm. Um, and I am aware that there are conditions that it affect the foot. Uh, so when we were foot punching, this was something that we had to be very, very aware of. Um, yep. I believe it is a foot condition that yep. can prevent punching. But similarly, if it does inspire fascism, perhaps we should stop implanting it essentially did you invent fascism also that's yeah. what we're saying here isn't it <laughs> yeah yeah 1938 that i mean yeah, that, that tracks that, yeah. it really tracks yeah. oh my god you might need to send out some more apology notes i think <laughs> i don't think you feel anywhere near the amount of guilt that you should maybe yeah, you're just sort of <laughs> looking down but you never cry <laughs> <laughs> a lot of focus on the marathons and stuff not a lot of genocide I, chat you can't yeah. see this at home but i keep offering her my handkerchief but she doesn't need it <laughs> Yeah. Bone dry eyes. <laughs> I think it's foot, and mostly why I think that is because uh, Jack Viney, who plays for the Melbourne Demons, had it a couple of years ago, and uh, he posted a thing that was like, plantar fasciitis all fixed up. Um, thanks for the DMs. I won't be sending any foot pics, but stay cheeky or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> stay cheeky. So it's definitely what a foot. catchphrase. The sauciest part of the body. Did he send any neck pics, though? <laughs> mm. <laughs> I would love to see <laughs> that. <laughs> Big neck. That's 10 questions. How do we feel like we did? Does that match up to the 69? Are you hoping for 69 out of 10? I'd be happy with it. If I get a 69, I'd be very happy. I'm mm. expecting a maybe four or five. Uh, what about you, Grelga Schwartz? I'm do you feel confident in our answers today? Well, having just discovered that I invented fascism, I'm really Sorry, not yeah. coping. <laughs> I'll leave you in that moment if That's you like. That's fine. <laughs> Talk to somebody else, please. Uh, and Thea Bali, what do, you, what do you reckon out of 10? Uh, honestly, I've never, in all my public school years, I've never had to answer 10 questions <laughs> before. We sort of do one exam at the end of the year and it, it's just, you write your name. So yeah. <laughs> I feel yeah. really good. Well, that, that I mean, that's a difficult task as it is with Thea Bali. Yeah, because even know do I hyphenate? Yeah. Sometimes I just, I leave a space between every letter <laughs> equidistant. <laughs> Just in case. <laughs> All right, well, let's see how you did. Question number one. In which Olympic Games did the women's marathon make its debut? You said 1952, but it was Los Angeles, 1984. Zero degrees Celsius is unfortunately not negative 40 in Fahrenheit, but 32 degrees. Which British singer-songwriter and activist sang the revolution is just a T-shirt away? You said John Lennon, but it's Billy Bragg. Question number four. How many points is a try worth in Rugby Union? You said six, but it's only five. Oh, <gasps> come on. Try I harder. Should, I think it should be worth more. <laughs> that was I very think they fun. deserve this it. This has not gone well. <laughs> Question number so five. Wrong answers. Hoping for our first point. What is Pantone's 2020 colour of the year? It was multiple choice. He had a one in four chance. You said baby blue, but the answer was classic blue. Question number six. <laughs> what is the main vegetable ingredient in the Greek God, dip tzatziki? This, one. <laughs> this is the only one Thank where we're all fuck, like you said this. cucumber, and it's cucumber. <laughs> yes. Robin Williams has been nominated for uh, quite a few Best Actor Academy Awards in the end. You thought it was two for Flubber and Good Morning Vietnam, <laughs> but it was three for Good Morning Vietnam, Dead Poets Society, and The Fisher King. Question number eight was what colour is the cat in the hat's bow tie? You said red, and it is red. 
So well nice. done. Turns well out done, you know Luca. your child's fiction. <laughs> Question number nine was true or false? Melbourne City won the 2019-2020 A-League Cup. You said true, they beat Brisbane Raw, but it was false. They oh. lost to Sydney FC. Oh, I don't know anything about anything. Question number ten, you gotta you gotta <laughs> gotta get this right not to have the lowest ever score. <laughs> 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 the disorder plantar fasciitis affects which part of the human body? It is indeed foot three out of yes. ten. So that's truly equal lowest? awful. <laughs> uh, no, two I believe is the okay, lowest. Okay. I think that we've that we've ever had three out of ten. So congratulations. Oh, good. I mean, it was a, it was a pleasure. <laughs> yep, half less than half of the sixty-nine. <laughs> Much less than half. Yeah. Oh, we don't need to. T- this is turning into a real chapter of Lockie Leonard over here. We don't. <laughs> we don't need to know what half a yeah. sixty-nine looks like. <laughs> Please. It's just the fetal position. Yeah. <laughs> it's just the fetal <laughs> position. Thank you very much, Thea Bali, for joining us today, taking some precious time out uh, from Puddle Ditch Public. That's okay. We have a lot of holidays. Mm. Do you ever get down? Because your story does sound very similar to a popular book, movie, uh, play. Mm. Fan uh, fiction franchise. Fan fiction mm. franchise. In, in the human world, in the Nod's Wisdom world, known as Harry Potter. Have you heard of that before? I can't say I have, no. I've heard a lot about Charmed. Oh, and yeah. that's made me quite, you know, a bit sad, a bit aspirational, but I don't have any sisters that I know of. So mm. I guess for me, I'd just be sort of by myself um, with my dad. Yeah. <laughs> Hoping for adventure. <laughs> well, if you get a time, you should uh, maybe check it out. I know, I know that it's coming back. The play is coming back in Melbourne um, towards the end of... I mean, you wouldn't know the dates because <laughs> no. you know nothing about no. it. My birthday, though, in an unrelated note, is February 25th. <laughs> right. So if it came back on February that 25th, day, maybe yeah. I could see it then. Yeah, pop down, see some of the cast. I know that uh, Gillian Cosgriff is in it. She's spectacular. Fine. <laughs> 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 and Grelga Schwartz, thank you so much for being here. I'm so sorry once again. Yeah. How many people listen to this? Is it the world? Yeah, it's the world. Okay, yeah. I, I yep. want the world to know that I am yep. so sorry that I invented probably, fascism. Yeah, most people in the left as well, I'd say, like sort of Democrats. Okay, and okay. Labor Open palms. <laughs> wow, you've really made some assumptions about your listenership there. Yeah. Well, yeah, I mean, they're listening to an improv podcast <laughs> that goes for <laughs> upwards of 45 minutes. I mean, yes. They're in. The, they're firmly in the left. You're telling me that the right wing does not enjoy improv. They they have no sense of joy. <laughs> um, do you is, are there, do you have any fellow inventors um, that you know of who maybe invented like the kick uh, or the bump, the bump, <laughs> or uh, the scrappy tackle? Um, do you have a? You've uh, never beaten a fight before. <laughs> Have you? You went to a private school. It's, it's all you've spoken about. Tiny yeah. little Don't talk neck. Talk to me like that, or I'll scrappy tackle the shit out of you. Because <laughs> I know Brianna Williams invented the head bump. Is the head bump? Yeah. Do, do you know? I thought that was a lice treatment. Is that what you call it when you? Punch someone with your own head? Oh, head a butt. Glasgow head kiss. <laughs> Headbutt. Head, head, the head bump. Head wow, butt. you really yeah. haven't been in a fight before. <laughs> have you two met? Yes. No, we actually have. Um, yep. She's free of her head lice, FYI, everybody. Um, right. <laughs> she's one of seven children. It was bound to happen. Yeah. Um, 
So, yes, and, and uh, in between head bumping... Uh, head butting, it's head, called, yeah. Sorry. Sorry, yeah. I, we're trying to rebrand all of us. Um, she's and she's doing uh, some some improv. Oh, great! P- presumably not attended by the right wing. Now that you've, I don't think so. No. Okay. Yeah. This is fantastic news. Yeah. <laughs> uh, in in the big hoo ha is is what it's called. Is uh, but maybe I don't. And know. do they? And they're coming back in in twenty twenty, aren't they? Yes. It, on on Friday, the eighth of January. Oh well, it would have it would have begun. It would have begun when. How was it? it <laughs> you ask Brianna and get back to us. I will. Uh. I will. Sorry, I feel like I just got punched in the brain <laughs> with that. With that, what happened then? I'm going to be quiet because I invented fascism. Apparently, so <laughs> I have nothing more to say. Thank you, Luca. Congratulations on three out of ten. Thank you. It was, it was, it was my honour. Um, you have a couple of podcasts uh, which are available in the app that you're in right now. What have you listening to this in? Going Hypo with Alex Ward? Yes, indeed. And ooh, spooky. <laughs> That's our preferred method of saying it. Thank yeah. you. <laughs> Similar to the big hoo-ha, Catfish is back. Yes, indeed. It started when you're listening to this last week, I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, every Tuesday in Fitzroy, good comedy. Great. That's Wax Quizzical. We'll see you next week. Goodbye. <laughs> Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.